0: Welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. So today, the episode title, Will You Be a Fool or a Wise Man? And I want to start this episode with a story about how this idea came to me, or what led me to to having this breakthrough. So I was with my family down in Florida visiting my aunt. She knew a woman who was part of a group in which you could pay X amount of money to be in this group and you had access to boats that you could take out in the ocean if you had your captain's license. She took us out and our plan was to head to a sandbar. And these details are somewhat irrelevant, but I just wanted to paint a picture of... uh, what was really happening just because I remember this so, vis- so vividly because it's something that is really, this idea that I'm going to share is something that has really stuck with me. We were hanging out in the water just talking about things and then all of a sudden we got on the topic of marijuana. One of my family members mentions to this woman that we are with, the captain, my aunt's friend, that I do smoke marijuana, and I enjoy smoking marijuana. My initial reaction was embarrassment, shame, and anger. It's even kind of hard for me to say it right now because of still feeling that way about how I used to live. And I was pissed because why the hell would you go around telling people that? Especially someone that I just met. Who are you to be saying anything Anyways, these were the thoughts I was having towards the person that had said that. It frustrated and angered me. Then this little phrase came to me almost instantly. And I believe it was the Holy Spirit. It was a little epiphany, a little hint from heaven. It said, if you don't want people talking about something you're doing, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. I was like, wow, I have nothing to say to that. You know, my ego, I could still feel, I could see that my ego still wanted to point the finger. Part of me wanted to be upset with the person that said something. My ego didn't want to accept that truth. It was still somewhat how someone else's fault. My ego wanted to play the victim mindset, to point the finger, to cast the blame. And this little phrase was quite literally the sort of truth, right? It cut me up. It humbled me, but in a paradoxical way, it cut me free as well. It just completely was like, cut my ego away, cut me up. It showed me the truth. It put me into my proper place. It helped me see the situation clearly, but it was painful because I didn't want to accept that truth, but in the end, it has led to freedom, right? The truth sets you free. I think there's something to say as well about the embarrassment and shame that I felt. If it was something that I was at peace with doing and okay with doing, why did I feel these emotions? In part, it went to show me that I knew it was something that I shouldn't be doing. I knew what I was doing was wrong. That's why I had felt those emotions, right? If she was talking about how I was working out like, I wouldn't feel any embarrassment or shame at all because I I got nothing wrong with doing that. I That's what I do. There's nothing wrong with it. However, sharing this, I it was something that I knew I shouldn't be doing. And so I felt those emotions. It was something I was trying to keep in the dark away from other people. It was something I was trying to protect from getting out, you know, to protect my own self-image. What I've come to see as well is that my ego... Instantly just wanted to fight back. I wanted to also attack the person that said this, you know, to defend myself, defend my own image. The things that we are terrified in our lives to show others, the things that we keep in the dark and are ashamed of, that we feel we have to protect and defend, it is in these moments that the monster within us really comes out. Our darkness really shows, right? Instead of dealing with these things, that we are hiding in the dark. Instead of shining the light in on our darkness, we become dark in a way ourselves because of the shame, hurt, anger, because of our egos, right? You're trying to protect something. You think of someone trying to protect a kingdom. They're going to do whatever it takes to defend that kingdom, to protect it. And usually you have to use violence and aggression to protect someone from breaking into the kingdom and essentially we're trying to protect people. We're trying to protect our self-image, which is a false illusion. It's this some false idea that we have about ourselves anyway. And so we're really trying to protect just this thing that we've sort of made up in our mind. It's not even a real thing. For me, this has just been such a powerful lesson. There are many things I do that if people were talking about it, I'd be like, you know, what's the big deal? Like I said, with working out or running or making a podcast, you know, great. People are talking about that. Hopefully that is a good thing. You know, they're sharing the podcast, whatever. Like I, I have no problem with people talking about these things. But it's when you notice that you don't want people talking about something, you know, when you try and keep things in the dark and it is those things that, you know, in the back of your head, the back of your mind that you shouldn't be doing You know, that little voice that's always there, that's just, it's just a little whisper. It won't intrude much more than that. It's as if you're doing something, there's part, there is you yourself, and then there's your own ideal of who you could be or who you think you should be. You've created this ideal, your own conscious call it. So when you do something against your own conscious, you feel that violation within yourself. When you do something that is not aligned with what you know you should be doing, you're going to feel that punishment within. And what you're avoiding within is the thing you must face. And part of this was like, I was avoiding, like I knew what I was doing was wrong, smoking weed. But I just... I wanted to keep doing it. I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to accept it. And so in part, it took me being called out to finally look at more in the face. It was a step in the right direction. It wasn't the end all be all. It wasn't like then I was like, I'm a new man, but it was one of those like wake up calls that really opened my mind. And I think as well, I've mentioned this before that through prayer, we can bring these things to God. Even journaling is a very useful tool. You know, if you got something in your head, put it out on a piece of paper, bring it into the world, shine it into the light. And if you have someone that you can trust, share your struggles with another person. Bring, the, bring that into the light. It talks about in the Bible, I don't know the exact verse, I just read it the other day, the importance of confessing our sins to one another. Just because when we share... We help others know, hey, you're not alone. It helps us grow in deeper communion with each other and helps us hold each other more accountable. It helps us bear each other other's burdens. right? The devil wants to make you feel like you're alone. He wants to make you feel shame for your vices, for your temptations, and for your sins. And temptations are just a part of the world. They are unavoidable. The things you're tempted by, again, are just... They are not a bug, they're just built in. They're built in features of life. But you have to remember that you are not alone. Everyone has something in some way, shape or form that they have their own vice, they have their own temptation. I might not struggle with gambling, but it might be such an addiction for you. You might not struggle with eating, but it's a huge problem for me. Everyone has their own little thing It just manifests itself in different ways. I think as well, uh, going with the title of this, Will You Be a Fool or a Wise Man, there are two ways you can go about it. Being called out in those moments or having other people talk about you or someone calling you out. You can allow the bitterness you feel, that anger, resentment, and hate to brood up in you towards that other person or those people who talk about something you've done or are doing. But it will have nothing to do with them. This anger that you feel will only go to poison you, leading you further into delusion and avoidance of the truth. You are pointing the finger so you can avoid the real thing that you know you must face within. You know, if I did just say, this is that person's problem for bringing up that with smoking weed, like, and I never worked to try to face it on my own, then... I would just be avoiding the root of the issue. So that's one way you can go about it, or you can kill the ego. You can humble yourself. As painful as it is, it will set you free. You can face up to the truth and what you're avoiding. And like I mentioned earlier, it's not like in one day you're going to be a new man. You won't be able to deal with it all in one day or in one moment. It will be a process and oftentimes a slow and can be a painful one, but it will be worth it in the end. There's this quote that says, "The chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken." If this was just something I picked up not too long ago, it would be, it could be a much quicker process. I could break the chain a lot easier. But if you're struggling with something that you've been keeping in the dark for years and years and years, that you've been doing, that you don't really, uh, bad habits that you have in your life, those chains are heavy chains. And they're not going to break instantly. They're going to take time. And just that's okay. That's what keeps you showing up. That's what keeps you depending on God. That's what keeps, you have to keep just facing those demons. And in part, the heavier the the chains, the freer you will be in the end. So it's going to be a harder journey, a harder process, but how much more rewarding will it be? These are the trials that are refining you and purifying you. The person or people that were or are talking about something you did or do, they are stumbling stones along the way in your journey, right? They cause you to trip up. But as Carl Jung says, where you stumble, dig for treasure. In the moment, you can feel that anger towards them, but you can also begin to make a change, right? They were the stumbling stones, but they become the reason you grow, you become closer to God, you face the things you are avoiding. They become stepping stones and something to be thankful for. So it's like on one hand, it's a curse. And on the other hand, it becomes such a blessing. Um, with t- as time goes on, you find joy in the affliction. Right? Joy comes out of the struggle of things, as God tells us he will do. And I want to finish with the Proverb, Proverb 9, 8, that says, do not correct a fool. Or he will hate you. Correct a wise man and he will love you. So those moments too, when someone calls you out, you have to be able to discern who is calling you out. Is the person who is saying something to you, is there validity, is this person have validity in what they're saying? And if you have to just kind of examine your own motives, examine your own heart. And oftentimes for me, when someone calls me out, I just have to be like, call a timeout. Like, give me like a 10, 15 minute timeout. Like, I got to go. It usually, it does not result well if I, if I start having a conversation with that person in the moment, because it can lead to an argument. It can lead to me speaking from ego, trying to defend myself. But if I take those 10, 15 minutes to kind of chew on and process what that person told me, as painful as it is, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are right. And in the end, you just had to thank them for it because... They showed you a hole, they showed you a flaw in your game. They showed you a crack in the foundation. They showed you a hole in your balloon, whatever you want to say. They showed you an area where you could be better. And so in the moment, again, it is painful, but in the end, you will be thankful. You can rejoice that stumbling block becomes a stepping stone. So will you be a fool and hate the correction? hate the person who corrected you? Or you will you be a wise man? And will you love that person? Will you use what they told you to work on yourself and to become a better version of yourself? Thank you guys for listening. Would love if you shared the podcast with others. Hopefully you found something valuable in this. I hope you guys are all having a great one. And you know the deal. Sharpen the iron.